Hello, people of the World Wide Web. This is my wife, Kat. And this is my husband, Alan. And this is Our Our Sitcom sitcom family. Family. All right, we're back this week, guys. Just one episode this time. Sorry, we're not going to give you three every weekend. Every weekend is not Black Friday. (laughs) Takes a lot for us to do that. So, um, maybe in our hearts. Yeah, in our hearts. Um, I am going to apologize for my voice this week. I've been sick for the last six days, so um, sorry. Should have saved that for another episode when the Heck family play happens. Yeah. (laughs) So I could have been sick then. I'm also going to apologize because our cats have been very vocal today, and there's no way for us to lock them out of where we are recording from, and you'd hear them even if we did. So, it's okay. We're living in their space. Not the other way around. Nope. Um, So this week we are going to be recapping and discussing the middle season one, episode five, The Block Party. It originally aired on October 28th, 2009. Um, Which, it surprises me they didn't give us a Halloween episode that week. Yeah, that's weird. Because, like, that does become kind of a thing for the middle, uh, is the whole Halloween episode thing. So that's weird to me. We Um, got gypped. So the episode overview is, Brick's teachers tell Frankie and Mike that he is socially challenged. Mike believes that enrolling Brick uh, in a sports team is a good way to get him to interact with others. But the idea falls through. However, when Mike enters the neighborhood block party lawnmower contest, he realizes that Brick has some special talents. Meanwhile, Frankie joins a booster club. She didn't join it. She's already part of it. But that's just the overview that the internet gave me. Um. Is socially challenged like an official diagnosis? Because that sounds like a lot like me. You're not socially challenged. You make friends so easily. Sure. Um, that, that, that little pause was because I was giving him a look. You can't see my looks. I wish you could. They're good ones. They sure are. Um, They're great. This week we have six notable uh, guest stars. Um... Krista Braun as Mrs. Tompkins, the counselor. Um, she has done episodes of SVU and 21 episodes of Gotham. Wow. Um, so I'd say she's probably, she's a pretty regular part of Gotham. Um, and she's kind of a regular on this, too, after a while. We only see her a few times. I think she's only got three or four episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Seem longer. Um... Jen Ray, who is Nancy Donahue, we're finally going to see Nancy for the first time. Uh, It's surprising it took five episodes because I feel like she's always been there. Well, they mentioned the Donahues in the pilot. Yeah. Um, Nancy, or sorry, Jen, Jen Ray has been in uh, an episode of Gilmore Girls, an episode of Big Love, which with the fact that we've watched it, I... I don't... I'm trying to remember who she is now. Uh, it said medical... She's like some sort of medical assistant or something. Oh. Um, and then she, she has... She seems Mormon. <laughs> and 
And she has recently done a few episodes of General Hospital. Um, Bo Weirick, Weirick, I'm not exactly sure how to say his last name. Sorry, Bo. Uh, but it's Sean Donahue. Oh. Um, he is in one of the episodes of The Office, uh, the episode The Dundies. He plays one of the frat guys. Does he? Yeah. I- how did I miss that? I don't know. We've watched it so many times. I never noticed it either. I know um, what I'm doing. Also, he not, he does a lot of one episode stints on things, but he has also recently done a movie with his wife um, called The Happy Camper. And his wife is also in the middle way later on in the series. She plays Lexi. Did, did they meet on here? Is this how they... I believe so. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Thomas F. Duffy is Jack Minahan. He has done a few episodes of NYPD Blue. Well, that's fine. Uh, and he was in one episode of Grey's Anatomy. Rachel Marie as Sophie. Uh, she, she's been on Hannah Montana and Modern Family. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember her on Modern Family either. I'm starting to realize how much, like, sitcoms and TV I watch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all these actors that I'm recognizing, and it's like, whoa, whoa, wait, that, I... I am lazy. <laughs> uh, and then Jeffrey Wallace as six-year-old Axel. We will see him in one more episode. But other than that, he has never acted in anything else. He has been in two episodes of The Middle, and that is all. <laughs> um, so I guess let's jump in. I, yeah, let's do this. All right. So the episode starts out with another montage of life in the Midwest where... Frankie calls it the Midwest. Yep. Let's talk about that. She has never called it the Midwest. Nope. It's always it's the middle. Here in the middle. What made them decide to change it to the Midwest for episode five? I don't know. Maybe she just dropped the ball and they just didn't catch it. I, I, I'm not sure. It threw me off, like watching it. Just like, whoa. Yeah. It was weird. Um,. She talks about how fall in the Midwest is the best time, corn mazes, football booster clubs, and in Orson, specifically, the Birchwood Block Party, where you're only allowed to be there if you live in from 321 to 452. That's just that's it, huh? That just their block. I guess. Not very inclusive. Well, it's not supposed to be. It's a block party. In fact, it's pretty exclusive because while they're showing everybody setting up and she says how you're only allowed between this address and the other one, we see this guy who looks very socially challenged um, <laughs> wearing uh, a blue members-only jacket. He He's looking like... Everybody I've ever seen in any movie standing outside a nightclub in New York City on Friday night, like, really wants to get in there. Uh, pay attention, we're gonna see him later. He, he just wants in so bad. It must be great. I kind of want to go now. And then they talk about how they do the Birchwood 500, the lawnmower riding race around the block three times. But it feels like... The Indy 500 after that. Probably. They talk about how all of the kids love it. And then they... It sounds fun. It does. Um, but then they show Axel 
directly after that where he's saying lawnmower races are lame. And he's hit that phase that every teenager hits where everything is lame. And they show a montage of Axel now um, where he's talking about multiple things he thinks are lame. Birthdays are lame. TV is lame. Food is lame. You know what's lame? Saying everything is lame. It sure is lame. I jumped ahead in the script. That's okay. Uh, Mike is talking about how Axel said that they would get him next year when he lost the year before. Talking about Jack Minahan. And he's very upset because for the reason that he was going to have Axel helping him, uh, he he made a bet. And that bet was the winner, or the loser, will mow the winner's lawn for a year. Oof. Um, go ahead. Oh, no, that's a, that's a pretty big bet. He went all in there. And then, that, that's when Mike yells at a leaving Axel that it's lame to think everything's lame. And Frankie says we can't yell what we really want to. Every parent's dilemma, really. Frankie then walks into the kitchen dining room area. Brick is getting home from school. And she is carrying a Sam's Club-sized container of mayonnaise that she clearly just brought in from the garage. I hope she just got home with it, or otherwise they just have this giant doomsday apocalypse-sized jar of mayonnaise sitting right next to the jar of peanut butter that... I was going to say, they have, like, a stockpile in the garage. We saw it in, like, episode one. Pretty much. Um... And Brick says he he has to talk to her about something important and then whispers, important. And then starts digging into his backpack. And Frankie, Frankie's like, can you tell me what you were going to tell me? And she brings up, or he brings up the test that he was supposed to take, or that he took. Uh, the Waterman, Waterman Ginsburg test. Um, in doing my research for this episode... I found a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, nothing? Like, every time I went to Google, who knows everything, um, it, it would come up with these uh, self-assessment, self-intelligent tests. So, I uh, haven't done too much digging on those. Um, the hex got bamboozled a little bit. It kind of feels that way. <laughs> they talk about it in a few scenes coming up here but 500 bucks for this test (laughs) for what for like i I guess like we'll see uh and brick asks why he had to take the test anyway and when frankie says no reason he said then why did me and the kid who sets things on fire have to take it frankie pauses to throw a ball for sue so she can fetch it (laughs) yeah uh, i had that in my notes too about how she starts playing fetch with sue um, Sue explains that she's going to try out for tennis ball girl because the coach told her that it's a long shot for her to make tennis. I didn't know you would have to try out for those positions. I didn't think you would. It's like it's like the towel person for football teams yeah, and stuff. 
And Sue's excited for that as she is for everything. <laughs> it's just great. It's I get lost watching her play fetch. And then Brick turns and watches her and goes, and I'm the one that needs testing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Brick on that one. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I was way wrong. It was the next scene where uh, the counselor comes up and starts telling them about the... Waterman Ginsburg test. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, she puts it in layman's terms for him, which really kudos to her, like, for dumbing it down for them, I guess. But, uh, she tells him that Brick has trouble making friends, friends because he's, you know, socially challenged. He's, he's bright, but he has trouble establishing appropriate peer connections. So he has a hard time making friends. Like, I, I feel bad for him almost for a minute, but, uh... Mike just keeps looking at her like, what? <laughs> that would actually be, like, my look at dealing with her. Like, I feel like the school accident, like, she was once a guidance counselor and not, like, a counselor, counselor, like, a psychotherapist, that kind of more in elementary and middle schools, but... I think the school itself got bamboozled. She might be running a scam. Yeah, she kind of doesn't know anything about, like, I don't. I guess, like, it's just weird to me. Um, she actually looks at Mike and Frankie when Frankie says, but we want to know why he has trouble making friends. And literally says, um, how can anyone say why anyone does anything? Oh, yeah, she's definitely, like, a snake oil salesman. So then Mike, like, rightfully so, kind of snaps at her. You're, suppo- you're supposed to for $500. And then Frankie says, let her finish. And the counselor literally looks at him and goes, oh, I'm done. She literally just repeated the same thing at them, like, three times. Yep. That they could have told her without having to have this test taken. Well, how is she supposed to get to uh, her next gullible scam in the next town over if... If she doesn't fulfill this one? So then Mike looks at her and says, Brick is the happiest kid I know. Sure, he whispers to himself, showers, sitting down, and maybe he licks the car once or twice. Why is showering sitting down weird? I mean, I, I, I don't typically, but like... Is that it's licking cars and showering sitting down? I don't know. It's just things my associate. That's a leap. And Frankie asks if there's something that they should be doing. Well, like he, he could always be doing more, I suppose. But sh- the counselor just looks super confused. Like I wasn't expecting a follow up question. And then she says. What have you been doing? And Frankie and Mike just say the, the usual. <laughs> Cutaway scene. A little bit more than that. <laughs> it's it's that little that little extra that helps. Um. 
So towards the end of the scene, they ask if they should be concerned. And she says she advises that they be concerned, but not overly concerned. Just do what you can and hope for the best. And Mike says, that's it? That That's exactly what I, I, I feel his frustration. Oh, like. I know. Me too. So parenting. Gotcha. And then she literally says... She literally says, doesn't it feel good to have a plan? What plan, lady? What plan did you guys come up with? I think she just followed the script. Not like the show script, but like the script in her like binder. Yeah. And was just like, all right, we we did this. We're done. Get out of my office. (laughs) At least come up with something with them, you know? Like, come on. I, I, I think that was the point that she just doesn't. Anyway. They get home with their more confusing. <laughs> just you can see just the defeat weighing down on their shoulders. And Axel is eating the food that she made for the block party that was already sitting out. And he says, I know, I'm not stupid, I can read. It I can read. I can also eat Well, I I, I don't know if it was actually sitting out before that. I mean it was a Giant Tupperware full of... I believe it's potato salad. It looks like potato salad, kind of. Um, And then Axel stops and asks her, asks Frankie if she's doing the booster club thing on Friday. And when he's doing it, I kind of wondered when I was taking notes and stuff, but it looks like he's reading a note off his hand. Yeah, like like a teenager would do where they're like, hey, you guys have, your parents have Booster Club on Friday and he just like jotted it down on his hand as I'm acting it out for you right here. <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken like full notes on my hands before, but I mean, it, it just reminds me of the whole post-it note on the thermos and stuff. Frankie says she'll be there if he wants her there. And then she gets all excited. Because it means, like, him asking means she wants him there. And she misses him. And she tries to hug him. Yeah. Um, I've... Uh, well, they show him later on in the series, I guess. All these talks that Axel has had with Frankie about uh, how she's just overly... Not parenting, but overly affectionate. Like, every teacher... Or teacher... Every teenager just, like, stops wanting their parent, wanting to, you know, be their parent's friend. Yeah. Stop hugging me. Whoa, back off. Gross. Like, literally tells her that's gross. Don't touch me. Um, She talks about, she looks at Mike and says, what happened to him? Do you remember the clay giraffe he gave me when he was six? And that's where we get the, uh. Young Axel, appearance number one. Frankie should have kept the clay giraffe because she didn't keep any of the kids' stuff. And then she hops back to talking about what they should do with Brick. And (laughs) Mike says that he was the third child. He's lucky they remembered to feed him. And Orange falls out of the fridge as he opens the fridge. And in comes running Sue. For a second, I thought they had a dog. Um, (laughs) 
Like, did she place that orange in there in a strategic spot so it'll happen so she could always be at the ready? She might have. It's Sue. That's some pretty good training, I guess, if you think about it. Um, so then they hop back and Mike's coming out of the refrigerator and they keep bouncing back and forth between kids in their conversation. Confusing um, Mike thoroughly, which I, I feel that. Uh, and when she says, no, I'm talking about Brick again, he says, kind of hard to keep track sometimes, isn't it? It really is. Um, she's, Frankie's talking about how she feels like she slacked off. She tried to get Brick playdates, but ran through every boy in the neighborhood. She didn't hear it. Yeah, that's... Not a great way to put it. (laughs) Um, The first boy looks at Brick and says, I like juice. And Frankie comes in and takes over Brick's part of the conversation because he's just staring up at the ceiling. I want to know what he's doing. He literally looks like he's just staring at the ceiling, though. Yeah, but he's always doing something. Maybe he's counting all the little, like... Maybe they have popcorn ceiling. Maybe. I don't know. Um... But the second uh, boy that she got bricked to have a play date with, it's really hard to say that sentence without making it sound bad. Are they playing Candyland or Shoots and Ladders? They are playing Shoots and Ladders. I don't know why I wrote it down as Candyland. Um, but the kid says, it's your your turn. And this is where Frankie has to have, uh, she has to take Brick's turn for him, and roll the dice. With Uh, his hand. She uses his hand to do it. Yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, when I was looking it up, I I was feeling like, uh, yep, I did. Wow. Our brains were in sync, because when I was Googling it, uh, and I'm going to do it again in a second here, uh, they're rolling dice with shoots and ladders. I Googled, does Candyland have a spinner? (laughs) So, that was fun. Well, the Shoots and Ladders we have has a spinner. Well, like, I was... I thought I had, like, a moment from later in the series when they go camping. Like, is this kind of an Easter egg to uh, them losing pieces to board games? Battle Bogolopoly. That's right. But there's another thing that I did notice in the background is later on in the series, uh, there is a chair in the corner of the living room next to the front door. Yeah, where did that dust come from? Yep. Um, I'm guessing that it's, it's the same desk from when it's in the laundry room. And we haven't gotten to the episode... About the job search, so they it's kind of interesting to see that they actually rearrange some stuff. I don't know if it was intentional or not. Um, anybody who worked on the show, if you want to, if you hear us, please. I love all the behind the scenes stuff. Come be a guest, talk to us, like, follow, and subscribe. Um, so yeah, uh, Frankie takes Brick's turn for him. 
moves him, says we're having so much fun. Oh, Brick's catching up. And then Brick looks at the boy and says, I like Juice too. Like he's answering the last kid. And it was days ago. <laughs> Literally. Um, so then she walks in holding two bowls of ice cream and we're in a third play date. And Brick is hiding under a blanket just because he wanted a little privacy because the other kid is weird. It's so funny. I, I can agree with that. <laughs> so Mike says, look, if you know, if you want Brick to make friends, I know how he can make friends. And she says, don't say it. And he just says... Sports. Um... He said it's the best way for a boy to make friends. And he calls Brick into the room, says we're signing you up for a team. What sport do you like? Brick likes basketball, which should make Mike's day, especially later on. It's like... Final four. Well, yeah, like, isn't Indiana kind of like a basketball state? Yes. Like... Basketball, football, it's kind of just... Well, I mean, it's all sports, but like... I guess. I don't know. The Hoosiers. Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh, he, he's really excited for Brick to work, do a sport. Um, so then Frankie is decorating Axel's locker in the hallway. Um, and Nancy pops up next to her. It's our first Nancy Donahue sighting. Uh, as Frankie is throwing glitter at the glue she just put on the locker and pasting a picture of Axel that says number one son on it. Um, Nancy tells her that it's a whole thing. There's going to be a whole thing for the moms because the boys want to say thank you. Um, And that's when Frankie finds out that she put the decorations on the wrong locker because another kid walked up and got into the locker. So she puts a sign that says Axel with an arrow over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pardon me. Um, Nancy's giving it like a giving her a weird look from behind her. Um, and then Frankie turns around and gives her a big grin, and and Nancy like fake cheerleads for her, and then we flash to Brett playing basketball. <laughs> I do love Nancy's like reaction to Frankie just slapping together the decorations on. Uh, Axel's locker. Absolutely. Yeah, we are we are playing basketball now with Brick. Um, Mike's giving him a little pep talk while he's shouting at him because what you do in sports. Yeah. Um, and Brick asks him why they're shouting, and he answers, and I love Brick's like reply with, "Okay, Dad," but it's not just. The shouting, um, it's kind of what I call the skinny guy syndrome. Sorry, fellas. Uh, where he puts his arms out and, like, tries to make himself as big as possible. Kind of like animals in nature that will do that. And it was just fun. I liked it. I've always liked that. Um. So after the jump ball, Brick gets the ball. And just instead of, like, playing and trying to pass the ball, he just starts reading the ball. Mike tells him it says Spalding Brick. Stop reading the ball. For a second, I thought Brick might have been counting the little bumps on the basketball. <laughs> I could see it. I could see that happening. It's 
especially because he starts counting the people in the stands. Yeah, as he's reading the maximum capacity sign, it says maximum capacity 100. Which, by the way, they can fit more than 100 people in that gym, but that's beside the point. So then he turns around. Well, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, the stands that they are using can barely fit 10 people. Yeah. And then there's chairs on the other side. Like, they probably could have, but didn't. (laughs) So he counts the people, tells Mike, we're good, Dad. And then the next scene, Mike is trying to locate Brick. Can't find him. Because he's right next to him. He's not playing basketball anymore. He's sitting with his dad where Brick asks him if he can take him to a book signing next weekend uh, because his favorite author is going to be there. And yeah, Mike tells him, yeah, sure, whatever, get back into the game. And I really love how Mike is soothing himself with the ketchup packets. (laughs) With the, yeah. With the security condiments. (laughs) Yeah, which is great, especially like later on in the series, how pretty sure Brick gets all of his quirks from Mike's side of the family. Uh, Yeah, I'd say it's safe to say, yeah. Um, So in the next scene, we are back at the school. Uh, the football team is standing in front of a classroom full of moms and a few cheerleaders. And Sean Donahue, first Sean sighting, uh, is giving a speech about how their moms got them some pretty killer jerseys by raising the money for them. Um, yeah, uh, Sean Donahue, uh, I mean, we can, like, put this, like, family connection. Our sitcom Axel... Has a best friend named Sean. His Sean and this Sean, they're they're both Boy Scouts. They're both very, like, two really great young men. That you, really great kids, yeah. Yeah, they do well in school. They're just great. They're awesome. Except the TV's Sean... Talks like a surfer slash stoner. He does sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, no. Even when he's greeting Mike uh, in the Valentine's Day episode, just every time he's like, man, it's so great to see you guys. He's just so happy. Yeah. Maybe because he just got done smoking a blunt, but that's just... No, he's a good kid. That's a theory. Um, So then him... And a couple of the other football players toss their jerseys out to their moms just to thank them. So then Axel starts talking and he thinks that Frank, and Frankie thinks that he's going to throw her his jersey. He says a special girl is going to get his jersey. Um, and then he throws it to the cheerleader standing behind Frankie. Is that Sophie? Her name is Sophie. The um, Hannah Montana background character, I guess. Yep. Uh, and says that he's it's because she's really hot. Um, and Frankie <clears throat> says that, you know what? I'm embarrassed, but uh, I can cry in the car. Every parent's had that moment. You can always cry We've in the car. had that moment so many times. <laughs> so many times. So Frankie comes home. Okay, Axel didn't give me my his jersey. It's no big deal. 
all of the moms take a picture. She's the only one without the jersey. And she goes, no, it's it's a huge deal. I mean, she was wearing that, like, red or pink sweater amongst to see a blue football jerseys. Yeah, I feel really bad for Frankie right there. Yeah. And now she's eating the potato salad. Takes a sniff of it because it's been sitting on the counter. This, this time it has been sitting out. It's probably since Axel had it out in the last scene. Honestly. And then this... Okay, so like we were watching the episode... And this is when I exclaimed to you, oh my God, the Hawaiian punch is still on the counter. And I'm... <laughs> to the same place. I'm pretty it. sure it has the same amount of fruit punch in it. Yeah, too. no, it hasn't changed. Nothing, no. More things have been added to the counter, but that fruit punch... I'm going to call this fruit punch watch to the 2023. Um, All right. Because at this point, I'm I'm invested. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep an eye out on it when I'm looking for all of these other background details. It's a hard job to bring our sitcom family to everybody, but we love what we do. For you, the fans. So then Mike and, and Brick come home, and he, they, Frankie asks them how it went, and Brick says, It was good. It, it was a little loud, but I got some reading done. Which... Awesome. I mean, sounds like something my mom would have done at a basketball game. (laughs) Um, Mike looks at Brick and says, I don't get it. You said you liked basketball. And Brick responds with... How he loves all three-syllable words. And it's kind of awesome that he has that brain-scratching effect with it. He's just like, pineapple... Hypnotize. Lacerate. Lacerate. And because he's like, what, a seven-year-old kid? Eight? Something like that. Like, the way he says it is just adorable as hell. And Frank's, or Frank, um, (laughs) Mike is just like, I'm out. That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this. And Frankie was like, I was hoping it was going to be like the YouTube video where the odd kid who sat on the bench the whole time makes the basket, and everyone loves him. What YouTube video is she referencing? You've never seen the inspirational videos of kids making baskets? Oh, no, this is a thing. Oh, my God, it's such a thing. Should, I could pull one up if you want to see one. I, I mean, we can do that if if you'd really like to. Not right now. Not right now. Um, I'll show you one after this. Maybe May- we'll post one on our on our Instagram later too. <laughs> we'll put the link in the description. Um, so Mike literally looks at her and says, "Yeah, no, it wasn't like that, and I'm out because this is not going to work." And Frankie's just like, "What do we do now?" And Mike, hello, we hear you. Mike says. I'm out. Yeah, which, wish I had that card to play sometimes. Just be like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, I don't let him do that, ever. And Mike goes to hide out in the garage to fix the lawnmower. To work on something he understands. I mean, yeah. And... Um, so then Frankie, like... Frankie is coming in the front door. It's the next day. Um, And Sue and Axel are watching TV. And she says, what happened to your face? 
things that kids always love hearing from their parents, but Sue trying out for ball girl. She got hit in the face with a racket. (laughs) I could see that happening to myself. Yeah. So then Axel says, stupid. And they think she's ta- he's talking to her. So Frankie yells at him. And he goes, no, a me, not her. For giving Sophie the jersey instead of giving it to her, to Frankie. Which he doesn't explicitly say not giving it to Frankie just because Sophie doesn't like him. Um... So then she like she says, "Oh, that's I'm I'm so sorry." And climbs over, literally Sue. climbs over Sue, and asks, "What happened?" And Sue goes into this story, where she says she ran onto the court while a point was still going on. The the player hit her in the face with his racket, then knocked into her and knocked her into the net, and then her braces got stuck in the strings. And the school nurse had to cut her out with nail scissors. That's, wow, that's rough. So rough. Poor Sue. And Frankie is trying to weasel information out of Axel about getting the jersey back so she can get it. Um, You know, for closure. He says it's not worth it. Um... And then Frankie keeps pushing and pushing and says um, that, and she keeps, like, she keeps pushing and then says that someday someone might, there's someone out there that might really want it, and Axel takes that as there's someone that wants to buy it from him. Is it, I... Dude, you're like a junior. Nope, you're a sophomore. Is he a sophomore at this point? I think so. In high school, no sophomore, one's junior. buying your jerseys. And that's when Frankie throws in the towel and she's out. So then uh, Mike is frustrated with the lawnmower because he can't find the manual to put it back together. And he tells, and Brick walks in. And it, it's kind of, I love this bonding moment they have where... Rick remembers everything he reads, so and he reads everything he can get his hands on. And he's verbatim telling Mike about what's on this the page of the part that he's actually fixing and Mike's doing it wrong and Brick helps him out and then points out how there was a squished bug on the page. And then jumps into Asking if Mike needs help fixing the margarita mixer, which never really knew those were a thing before. Really? Well, not before this, but before South Park, when Randy Marsh has to have one. (laughs) I didn't know that was a necessary component to have in every kitchen, but... I'll just use a blender if I want a margarita. I mean, I guess. um, Why wouldn't you can have a margarita mixer? Um, because Brick read the manual on that too, and Mike just has him fix, help him fix the lawnmower. At that point, he, it looked like he had it just completely ripped apart. He really did. The, the entire garage was a mess. And I'm pretty sure I saw, uh, the engine part or whatever, 
in the mess of wires and everything for the lawnmower that he was fixing at the pool a couple episodes before. Okay, hear me out. Maybe they were setting up that he was already working on the lawnmower. I, and that I was guess, yeah, part like of the lawnmower. That's what I kind of figured was going on. But at the pool, Mike is not invested in anything but like his things, kind of sometimes. So like, I guess he needed something to do with the pool because he didn't want to swim. Um. So then we get to the block party. It's the day of the block party. And here is another little cameo that you pointed out. Yep. This is when a couple concerned citizens or bouncers or whatever, they notice that Mr. Blue members only jacket. Wearing the same exact outfit that he was wearing in the beginning scene. Maybe it was like a flashback. Or not a, a flash forward. Whichever. It's the same party. But anyway, yeah. Dude's getting carried away. There is a couple of old guys playing with a keg. Uh, Mike and Brick also fixed the margarita maker. And it made Frankie's life a lot easier. Um, and Mike is using Brick as a party trick. <laughs> Brick, tell him the first line on page 26. And, and he, Brick does that. Yep, and whispers, shifter yoke. And then uh, the... The Harrison boy? Thank you. I, I kind of had a brain fart for a moment. Uh, because Frankie is seeing Brick talk to another child when he was just entertained by Brick's party trick. Because, like, I kind of would be too, actually. Yeah. Um, so she, she says, dare I say making a friend and the very next thing out of Brick's mouth is I'm done talking to you now. And he walks away. Baby steps. Baby steps. So then she's jealously watching the football moms from across the, the road. But can we just talk about how many of these football players, mothers live in this one block? Like, you're not allowed to be there if you don't live there, right? Why are the football moms there? And why is Sophie there? Frankie's never met Sophie before. Is it? Maybe she... Maybe the person that she likes lives on the block. This... But you can't be at the party if you don't live there. Jeez, this is an exclusive neighborhood. No fences or anything. We should move there. It doesn't exist anymore. I and it wasn't so real. Sad. We kind of live there. Our best friends are our neighbors. So Frankie sees Sophie walking through and walks over to talk to her. And not just to talk to her, but she to pretty much her. threaten her. Kinda. Like. We both know you don't care about that jersey. And I was a cheerleader once, too. So give me my kid's jersey. Is now it seems like we've stumbled into, like, a Texas football town. Kind of. That's how it feels. Is that how, is that how Indiana is? Like, the, the cheerleaders and basketball players rule the small towns, much like the Texas football towns? Throw it in the comments, maybe. I don't know. Frankie oversteps a lot, though. So She really does. Like a jealous girlfriend, almost. 
Um, she says there's no hard feelings, and Sophie tells her, I can't give it back to you. I don't have it anymore. I gave it back to Axel already. And Frankie is completely thrown off guard because he said he wanted to give it to somebody else, who she instantly thinks is for her, so she's happy again. Uh, she says she, it's nice to have met her. The look on Sophie's face, I totally feel that. She is just as confused as the rest of us. And now it's race time. Dum dum dum. Uh, and we have Jack Minahan here and Mike going back and forth just saying, you're going to mow my lawn. No, you're going to mow my lawn. You're going to mow my lawn. I look stupid in this hat. That, that was a different person. I don't understand. Uh, Frankie's making faces at Mike saying, yeah, you're going to do this. And Nancy gets the mower started and waves the green flag. And here we go. And I just want to point out how we have Nancy Donahue right there with, I, I don't mean to get political, but the mom or neighbor behind her directly looks like Nancy Pelosi's stunt double. A little bit. Oh, a lot of it. That's, <laughs> that was it. It was just, hey, look at her. I mean, and it's really funny because in the very next like scene where we see Frankie, um, that woman is standing directly behind Frankie and not next to her. And right oh my! Now, she, she teleported over it was there. Weird. What the, maybe she has a twin. Who knows? So, so then Axel is behind her, um, and she says, I "Heard you got your your jersey back. Gonna give it to someone else, huh?" And he says he already gave it to her. And Frankie gets so mad. So mad. Like, jealous girlfriend mad. She was yelling at him, saying, are you kidding me? What is the matter with you? I kept telling myself that someday that same kid that gave me that clay giraffe was going to come back. But I don't think he's in there anymore. And Frankie's wrong. Because he is. And that's when she's yelling at him about being embarrassed and then Sue walks up. And is... What? Is this like some sort of tradition or just Frankie... Like, it's not because it was the Booster Club raised money and bought the jerseys, but like, she didn't know what was going to happen until then. No, but it, it's... And once it did, she was furious. Well, rightfully so, almost. Like, her her son... Her son just like completely embarrassed her. Every other true. football player... Gave their mother their jersey. And he was just like, hey, Sophie, threw it right over her head. Like, her hand barely missed the jersey. Yeah, I mean, true. I'd be pissed, too. I probably wouldn't be telling the child I was mad, but I'd be mad, too. Which one? Your son or the girl he gave it to? My kid. Not the not the other kid. But I wouldn't be telling either of them. I'd, I'd vent to you about it. Well, joke's on Frankie because Sue got the jersey. Very true, it is. Ha. And then she says he gave it to her because he felt bad about her not making ball girl. And it's very sweet. And Frankie starts hugging Axel and he says that's why he didn't tell her. Uh, and she says that same sweet kid is in there. And tells him that she loves him so much. And he tries to use her affection to get mm -hmm. himself a, a wine cooler. 
a wine cooler. <laughs> um, and then we go to lap two, it seems like, of the, uh, what was it? The Winchester 500? <laughs> Winfield? No, the, the Birchwood Birchwood, 500. I was close. No, you weren't. Not even a little. <laughs> uh... And everybody's cheering Mike on. He crosses the starting, finishing line, whatever. And Brick is in the middle of the street because he's ready to go to the book signing that Mike probably hadn't even thought about since he asked him the first time. And Mike tells him how he's in the middle of a race and they do the quick cutscene back to the game. Where he's telling him he'll take him. And... Brick remembers everything he's told, too, because he says, you said, yeah, sure, whatever. And Mike starts going back to the race because Brick pulls out, or after he tells Brick that he's in the middle of a race, Brick pulls out his... Security condiments. Thank you, and Mike instantly feels bad. He says, it's okay, and walks away and sits down all sad on the side of the road. Yeah, and then Mike's guilt gets to him as Jack Minahan drives by, talking more smack, calling him a loser. Uh, and Mike goes and does the right thing, and he throws the lawnmower in reverse so he can take Brick to a book signing on a lawnmower. <laughs> uh, he tells him to hop up on his lap. Shouldn't we take the car? Nah, he knows a shortcut. The shortcut directly through the Minahan's yard. And much like that scene before, like, it's it's really wholesome. You see Mike and Brick having their, their moments. They're kind of few and far between, but it's a really sweet. It is. And that's where Frankie says that the counselor's right. Be concerned, but not overly concerned. Do your best and hope for the best. Yeah. (laughs) And then Brick says, Dad, you're going through the Minahan's yard. And Mike says... That's okay. I'm going to have to mow it anyway. Never hear about it again. But I want to know the shortcut that's going to get them to the bookstore on a lawnmower within a half hour. Yeah, because the bookstore's closing in a half hour. I really feel like that's not happening. And we pan, we're panning away from the block party and Frankie's continuing with the ending narration. And she mentions how she's going to steal the jersey from Sue while she's asleep. She's going to steal it from her dresser while she's asleep. Like, wow. Why is she so obsessed with it? Why is she so obsessed with her kid? Uh, yeah, that's... Uh. Great parenting all around. That's more for another episode to talk about. And that will wrap up this week's uh, rewatch of The Middle. Um, we. So what are your final thoughts on the episode? It, it's kind of like, not like one of my favorites, but I do love watching this episode just because it has the great moments <laughs> when they're playing basketball. The moments between Brick and Mike are always my favorite. Um, yeah. I feel like, 
Like, not as, it's not as awkward between you and Arbrick, but I do feel like the, the interactions between you and Autumn are very similar to the interactions between Brick and Mike. Yeah. In different ways, because you and Autumn are very similar. I see it. Whereas you and, or Mike and Brick are not, but like, I don't know, it's very They're... wholesome and I love it. Yeah, they're not similar, but then they are mm-hmm. in their mannerisms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, and so here I'm going to plug our social media again. Um, Instagram, find us at Our Sitcom Family. Uh, give us a follow. Um, TikTok, at Our Sitcom Family. Follow us, share some of our videos, maybe... Uh, draw your family and friends to our pages, please. Tell everyone. Um, you guys are the only way that that our podcast is going to be able to survive, really. Uh, we'll, I, we'll keep uh, doing it regardless. Yeah, I'm not stopping. But uh, helping us grow in popularity can help us with other things. Um, shoot us some of your stories at uh, our email address, our sitcom family at gmail.com. Our Facebook page, our sitcom family podcast. Um, like, rate, subscribe, rate us. Give us a five-star rating if you are so inclined to help our podcast get out to other people and other listeners that like you that would enjoy us. And this would be a good time to bring up she I there's a cause that I would like to raise awareness to when she brought up the five star review. Um there is another podcaster, YouTuber, TikToker, he's everywhere, um, that just treats the five star review and like buttons just it's so bad, it's abusive. Just gently give us a five star review. Just be so gentle with that button. He's been through a lot. I want to point out that I still love that TikToker and content creator. Yeah, you're great. We do love you. Um, Be nice. So yeah, that wraps up this, uh, this episode of Our, Our Sitcom, Sitcom Family. Family.